Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Daily Scrub. It's Blair O'Hara coming to you from Melbourne, Australia, and hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Uh, weather update is absolutely beautiful. Um, the weather gods have definitely shined upon us today, and tomorrow is apparently going to be even better. So, um, yeah, there will be more beach activity for uh, the scrub uh, tomorrow. I don't know about a broadcast or a recording, but uh, definitely some uh, fun down there. So, tonight's podcast might seem a little bit ranty. I'm just giving you fair warning. Um, but I've been reading more about nutrition today, and there's quite a few things starting to overlap in terms of what seems to be the optimum nutrition for us humans right and believe me when I tell you I have tried so many different nutritional um, you know theories and if you look at my Instagram I don't know uh, which one but um, if you look at my well, who the people I follow uh, from a nutrition point of view, they're really, really different. So one, a couple of them are like hardcore carnivores. A couple of them are, you know, vegan, you know, uh, and then some anywhere in between, right? And it's really fascinating because, you know, often they're conflicting with each other and they're both, uh, they're both got, Everybody seems to have really valid arguments, and that's the problem with nutrition, is that uh, there's always a study, there's always some kind of research, there's someone that's um, super, super healthy uh, eating a certain way, and because it's working for them, then, you know, it must work for everyone. So... um, so I find the nutrition angle really interesting and but what seems to be coming through the strongest in all of the you know really thorough research that I've come up with uh is that you know the kind of straightforward paleo way of eating is probably the best because it's providing the most nutrients for the cells that create the health of our bodies. And, you know, that's more, uh, predominantly coming from vegetables, you know, some fruits and some nuts and seeds. Uh, their meats go... Either way, some are very meat heavy, some are very meat light. Um, and, you know, I'm not fussed on that one, but it seems that the big no nos are gluten, you know, that's been around for a while, you know, processed foods, fried foods, you know, these are pretty obvious, you know, foods that are, you know, sugary. Um, you know, starchy foods, processed, you know, processed foods. Um, and it just got me thinking, it's so hard. 
if you live in any kind of urban area to actually follow that through really, really well. You have to be super planned, uh, super vigilant, super disciplined with your habits because if you slip out of your habits, it's so easy to go back into basically a processed food lifestyle because if you go into any kind of, say you're hungry and you go into any you know, convenience store, it's all packaged processed food. If you go into a petrol station, gas station for uh, international people, um, it's just wall-to-wall sugar. You know, I remember going on a sugar detox years ago and I was so hungry and I trained myself not to eat anything sugar at all. And then I went into this petrol station and it was just like, oh my God, like the whole place is one giant bowl of sugar, basically, uh, in various different colored package, packages. And it that, at that point, it really struck me of, of how much sugar we're all eating. And then if you think of a supermarket, you've got that section where it's, you know, your fruit and veg, you know, and then you've got all these other aisles of just processed food one after the other. You know, and then you've got your freezers with, you know, ready-made pizzas and chicken nuggets and stuff like that uh, ready to go. So um, it shows you the proportion of of what our supermarkets are dedicated towards that are actually giving us the most health benefit. It's pretty small. Um and then, you know, obviously the Daily Scrub is all about stress. And so if you look at this whole society that we're in in the West, this, in, you know, if you go back 250, 300 years to when uh, the Industrial Revolution began and it gave us a lot of wealth, right? It's given us a lot of wealth, a lot of security, a huge amount of benefits, huge amounts of benefits but it's come at a huge cost as well for our um, health um, diseases that were never there like people before that never get used to get heart disease you know very rarely used to get heart disease they die from other things that we've since solved but now we're kind of killing ourselves differently um, but the sad thing is these are well within our control to a point because the body will crave stuff after a while um and then you know the modern workplace the modern corporate culture is driven by money right and we we might, you know a lot of us are driven to go beyond just being financially secure it's to be like really well off so we can have freedom financial freedom it's called and that's i've got no issue with that whatsoever um as long as you've got perspective on on all that and it's not the source of your only, only source of happiness is your uh, financial uh, status. But you know, our whole society's up, it geared up to produce an outcome that's not related to our health. That is for certain. The outcome is is for us to have money, which will provide us security. That's kind of in my take on the essential premise, you know, and that. 
security will provide us, you know, a harmonious society and everything will be sweet. And for the most part, that works pretty well. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It works pretty well. Uh, we're all pretty comfortable. A lot of us are quite comfortable. Um, definitely more than how our ancestors lived 250 years ago with probably one lot, you know, no candlelight and very, very poor and uh, their food options were very, very limited. So we're quite fortunate that this society set us up in such a good way. And But now that we've got the research, we've got the science supporting, you know, what some you know, ancient health practices have known for a long time uh, about nutrients being the priority in our food for our health. And we only get energy for one source. We're not like reptiles that get energy from the sun. We get our entire uh, fuel from food, 100% through food. So if we are fueling our body with the wrong fuel, we're getting sick. Okay, and you could probably pick any of the, you know, diets that people are having success with, but um, let's just let's just all agree that eating a good amount of vegetables is good for us. I think we can all safely say that. Um, and why is it so hard for anybody to kind of stick to that for any length of time? I mean, I'm focused on my health, but I still struggle time-wise to um, fit, you know, shopping for really healthy food and preparing it and cooking it and then eating it. Yeah, it's a challenge. And it's just so easy. Like when the time has shrunk, you've got commitments, you've got family, you've got, you know, everything else going on, community work, whatever, um, you know, to go order a pizza and get it in 20 minutes and just shove it down in, another 10 minutes you know that's kind of like a job done but it's not help <coughs> helping our health <coughs> excuse me or stress so where am i going with this where i'm going with this is we've you know and i'm included in this conversation we really have to wake up properly um and how we wake up people on mass is just a mystery um, because we're so uh, habitualized in our process in, in what we do so we when we go into the petrol station there must be so many people just picking up a Kit Kat hands up me sometimes or a Mars bar you know but I'm conscious of it I like I know I'm picking this out and I know it's a treat um so um, when it comes to stress, we need to know we're part of a machine here, but we get to play the game different because we know what's going on. We've got to get the, the, the benefits from the machine, but we've got to be selfish in terms of our own health, don't we? Isn't that the point of what all this knowledge is for? Is so we can actually put it into our own health and make the quality of life better so that you know, if we're living to, say, 80 to 90, which is somewhere in the realm of our life expectancy, that our quality of life is great right up until the that, that time. We don't want to hit, you know, 
50, 60, and be so riddled with um, problems that the next 20, 25 years are completely miserable, right? We want to be as healthy as we can be until like the clock kind of stops. Um, and I think this is where people are missing the point. They're very short-term focused and the long-term um, goal isn't um, felt until something goes seriously wrong. And then they're like, oh, shit, I've got to change all this. And then they do. So people have the capacity to make 180-degree changes in what they eat, the way they think. But sadly, and it was the case for me in terms of what woke me up was a marriage breakdown. Um, you know, it takes like a really shit thing, a real um, dramatic thing to get you to turn, like flip and for your eyes to open up and for you to realize what's going on. So, uh, yeah, very ranty on the podcast tonight. So uh, where are you at with it all? I'd love to get your feedback. Um, are we in the matrix and, you know, it's too hard to get out of the matrix? Are we... Um, can we do things differently? Can we um, really create... Um, better system so we, we're actually providing ourselves with food that's better for us and there's more education around that I'm actually trying to get a uh, one of my favourite Instagram people on the podcast soon because uh, she's really uh, up with gut health and um, understands it from a spiritual point of view um, and a holistic point of view so hopefully I can get an interview with her pretty soon um, that would be great but if not it would be others uh, because I think nutrition in, in terms of our stress level is is so intrinsically related I think well, I've talked about it before but um, but I think for us to make a real breakthrough it has to be really bettered down a bit better and you know when we go to the petrol station it doesn't cost us like 10 bucks for a tiny bag of you know mixed nuts because we don't want the the Mars bar, or we don't want the Snickers, right? Um, so, um, so I think the model's totally broken. I think the model of our industrial revolution is totally broken, and this is and it and it's starting to reveal itself. And uh, but it's up to us as an individual to look after the fuel that we're putting in our body. So a little bit ironic that I was talking about petrol station, which is fuel for our car, and then when we and so when we fill up our car, we're putting the proper fuel in. We're not putting diesel into a petrol engine, uh, but when we go into a, inside the the petrol station, we're putting sh basically rubbish into our bodies. So um, a bit ironic there, and. We need our bodies to last a lot longer than we need our car. We can replace our car, but replacing our body is a lot more difficult. So I think I'll leave you with that analogy uh, for today. So love to get your thoughts. Uh, feel free to comment through the, the Instagram Daily Scrub Podcast or the Anchor.fm message platform or... You know, still feel free to give us a rating on iTunes. Love to get your feedback through there. Um, 
So wherever you are, enjoy your day and I'll be back with you tomorrow.